Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show. Thanks for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're going to get to our friends Joe Pags and uh, Joe Concha, the two Joes, in a second here. Uh, a ton of new revelations as it relates to the Bidens. One is worse than the next. Uh, Miranda Devine in the New York Post putting out an article that documents on the laptop from hell show that Hunter offered to sell intelligence on russian oligarchs to the u.s aluminum firm alcoa for fifty-five thousand dollars in internal discussions over hunter's proposal a senior executive at alcoa suggested the information was valuable because it would not otherwise be on on the government affairs team's radar hunter offered to provide alcoa with a statistical analysis of the political corporate risks elite networks associated with Oleg Deripaska, remember the oligarch uh, and CEO of Basic Element Company and United Company uh, RUSAL. Now, in the email, Alcoa was then vice president of government and public affairs. On June 3rd, 2011, Hunter offered a little better sense of the product by attaching some of the raw data that is produced through elite mapping procedures. And Hunter proposed the fees of $25,000 for phase one of the project and $55,000 for a refined analysis. And five days later, Cruz's colleagues at Alcoa, their senior analyst, wrote, I don't believe the data analysis is worth the full fifty-five grand. I think the most valuable piece for us would be the list of Russian elites connected to Deripaska. Uh, and would not otherwise be on government affairs team's radar, including various Russian committee heads, union leaders, and ministers. How is a raging drug addict at the time, crack addict at the time, a guy frequenting women of the night, how does he have all this information and access to this information? 
The other big story is nobody pays attention to this. Remember, they found the documents on November 2nd. The midterm was on November the 8th. Now the FBI is revealing that they conducted a second search of Joe Biden's University of Pennsylvania office for classified documents. This was in the Wall Street Journal. And how come we didn't see all the, the flashing lights and there wasn't the raid and there wasn't the armed guards or arm, armed officers? Uh, why didn't get, they give the same treatment that they gave to Trump at Mar-a-Lago? Because this search came after Biden's lawyers agreed to let agents search his former office at the Penn Biden Center. Remember, at Mar-a-Lago, the FBI agents, they were invited in, had unfettered access, were in the room where ultimately, quote, the documents were found. They could have asked to take them that day. They did not. They didn't ask for more access either. They just raided Mar-a-Lago. After the, they saw the documents, they said, would you mind putting a padlock on the door? Okay, we'll put a padlock on the door. And then, of course, Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland both bragging how they were the ones that, that personally approved the raid at Mar-a-Lago. So you got Hunter Biden's Alcoa email promising a Russian oligarch about the information raising concerns. Well, what did he have access to? It's pretty unbelievable. You know, using, by the way, Hunter also, this was uh, in the New York Post over the weekend, he used the mansion where Joe's secret documents were found as his home office. I'm not sure if this is the... $49,900 a month room that he was renting at his father's house. Anyway, so far, the DOJ is looking the other way on Joe Biden's largest stash of secrets and documents, and that would be at the University of Delaware. Uh, one analysis of this, I mean, I thought this was pretty interesting as I was reading it. Anyway, they've, they've used the University of Delaware for years shield potentially embarrassing documents from public review for the biden family uh they say well we haven't been able to go through all the papers yet it's 11 years later and they won't let anyone have any access to it at all they said if you actually broke it down there was there was one analysis that all of the documents uh digital and otherwise would fill two complete tractor trailers full of information by the way, Hunter Biden's art dealer is lawyered up in the process, which is new to me. You have incriminating videos, you know, all over the place as it relates to this. What, what, by the way, what is the Biden Center? What is the UPenn Biden Center? Uh, anyway, joining us, Joe Paggs, host of the Joe Paggs Show, Joe Concha, Fox News media expert, extraordinaire, analyst, author of Come On Man, and uh, a bestseller. Welcome, both of you. You know, every day I turn around, all I see is a double standard with Trump, Hillary versus, you know, Trump versus Biden and, and the Clintons, Joe Pags. That's it. There's always a double standard. They've made it clear there's a two-tiered um, justice system in this country. But, Sean, when you and I met more than 20 years ago, I was a TV news anchor in Albany. I was a journalist for a really long time. As a journalist, I mean, we know that the, that the government is, is completely leaning to the left. The DOJ is owned by the left. And this stuff's been going on since Joe, since Joe Biden was a senator. But as a journalist, do you know what I would be doing with this story? You know me. I wouldn't be sleeping. I'd be up all night. I'd want to make my bones on a story like this. Why isn't anybody in the journalism community going absolutely ape nuts about this and, and doing something to, look, this is my name. This is it's like what Project Veritas does on stories, and they do a very good job. Why isn't somebody doing that on the Biden administration, on the Biden family, on Hunter Biden? who has been buying people off internationally 
for over for what two decades now, Sean. I don't get it because I would be so in my family wouldn't see me. I'd be working on this so much just to make my name in what it is that I chose to do. It, it's stunning to me how uh, how there's such a lack of journalism in this country. I agree completely, Joe. This is your wheelhouse. Uh, Hunter Biden used the mansion where Joe's secret documents were found as his home office. And so far, the DOJ is looking the other way on what would be Biden's largest stash of documents. Uh, and that's at the University of Delaware. Um, there's a lot of documents in there, and they're not even touching those. They won't go to the University of Delaware, Sean, and they won't go to the Rehoboth Beach House. Remember, Rehoboth is where Joe Biden has spent something like 157 days of his presidency, right? Wait a minute. How did he get to own all these homes on a senator's salary when he's a self-proclaimed poorest senator in Washington? And these aren't, you know, bungalows on the beach, Sean, right? The house in Wilmington is nearly 7,000 square feet. Any beach property on the East Coast is going to be into the millions as well. We know that. So, right, exactly. Where did the money come from? And is Joe Biden the big guy who got 10% back on Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine, in China, in Russia. Tony Bobolinsky, who was Hunter Biden's primary business partner at the time, says absolutely that is Joe Biden. So to Joe Paggs's point, if we just took one name out of this and inserted another name into it, if you take Hunter Biden out and you put Donald Trump Jr. in, and if you take Joe Biden out and you put Donald Trump in, then I have a feeling that there would be hundreds upon thousands of journalists probably looking into this story without sleeping, no question about it, because then suddenly it would be a chilling threat to democracy, and this is something that absolutely must be investigated. Instead, it's silence of the lamb, Sean. Peter Schweitzer said, Joe Pags, that we need to know why foreign money kept going to the Bidens. And I'd like to get a final figure. China alone, you got the $1.5 billion Bank of China deal. You got the $5 million no-interest forgivable loan. You got the $100,000 shopping spree. So we have all of that. Then, then of course, our other big geopolitical foe would be Russia. A lot of m millions flowing from Russia and a Russian oligarch and the former first lady of Moscow, you know, right into Hunter and his businesses. And then Kazakhstan. And then we know everything about Ukraine. Uh, and never mind, you know, the the laws that were broken from lying on an application for a gun and tax laws, I'm sure, were violated here. Is there any investigation into Farah violations? If it was a Republican, there would be. And never mind the fact that uh, we have just coming out in the Daily Mail today, um, Hunter saying, set up your phone so I can spy on you when you shower. He actually threatened to withhold a cash-strapped assistance pay if she didn't FaceTime him naked, according to these texts in the Daily Mail that they revealed today. As it's revealed, she's the fourth employee that he had uh, a sexual relationship. There is nothing, Sean, in Hunter Biden's history that I can tell that you know of, that Concha knows of, that would make him this valuable. There's nobody giving him $83,000 a month because he's such a great guy. There's nobody you know, sending him $3.5 million from the mayor's office in Moscow because he's amazingly intelligent and, and he can maybe do something of value for them. There is nothing that he can possibly offer them that would be worth $5 much less $1.5 from oligarchs in China. Oh, and he happened to fly over on, on Air Force Two with his father. I guess his father didn't realize that he went with him. At the end of the day, this is all about access to Joe Biden. You know that. Everybody listening knows that. And Joe Biden knows that. The problem is we've got a, we've got a journalism community that wants to ignore it. I don't know if they're getting paid off, too. I have no clue why they would ignore it. 
but we also have a DOJ. Now, we have known, guys, we've known that they've been corrupt since 1973 when Woodward and Bernstein, who couldn't uh, report their way out of a wet paper bag, were handed the story about Nixon from the number two guy in the FBI. We've known how corrupt they are since 1973. Think about that. It hasn't gotten any better. It's gotten larger. It's gotten more expensive. And it's gotten even worse as far as picking and choosing who it is that they're going to go after to enforce the law and who it is that they're going to ignore. And the, the, the answer that we need, and we're not going to get it today probably, is why are they complicit with the left? Why do they turn a blind eye to the left? Why can't they be blind like we thought justice would be? You know, it reminds me, as it, as it relates to Hunter, you know the scene in, in Gladiator where Marcus Aurelius is offering Maximus, upon my death you will empower Rome to be its great self, its former self, a republic. And he, he, are you not, Maximus, are you not? Are you not are you not grateful for this great honor that I am offering you with all my heart? No, that is why it must be you, Maximus. What about Commodus, his son? You have known since your youth. He is not a moral man. It can't be Commodus. Pretty good, right? Joe? That, was, that was great. <laughs> Marlon Brando starred in uh, Gladiator. That's interesting. All right. All right wise ass. Go ahead. <laughs> No, it wasn't bad because at that, at that point uh, he's dying, right? And his voice is starting to go, and Russell Crowe standing over the over the bed. I, I ever tell you my dog is named Maximus because of the Russell Crowe character in that movie? I've interviewed Russell. Well, Crowe. He's a delightful person. All right, but the point is, I mean, Marcus Aurelius describing his son Commodus is kind of like forget about Joe, but I mean, he's describing Hunter Biden to the T. Yes, and he is the reason why. Joe Biden has not announced that he's running for re-election in 2024 yet. Remember, that was supposed to come after the Christmas break. He's going to sit down with his family, we're told, and then he would come to a decision. And now it's not going to happen, that decision, apparently, until after the State of the Union because of the drip, drip, drip around these documents. And, and we've seen what's happened, right, whether it be Pence, whether it be Trump, whether it be Biden. Apparently, documents have a way of getting out of the White House or getting out of skips that senators go into. Uh, vice presidents have access to them and they take them out. So I, I think all that kind of cancels out on some level. I think the big question now, Sean, is what is in the classified documents, particularly as it pertains to the current sitting president, because if he's compromised by China, our biggest adversary, or Russia, or Ukraine for that matter, because they're getting... But, but Joe Concha, answer your own question. How is it even remotely possible that they're not compromised? Take the other side of this. Tell me how it's possible... The communist Chinese, our number one geopolitical foe, are they paying, what, the, the $67 million in, in one push to the Penn-Biden Center, the majority of monies, nearly $50 million of that, going to the Penn-Biden Center, or the $14 million they gave the university uh, after that point? So the total is close to like $81 million. And then you have professors lobbying Merrick Garland so that an espionage investigation gets stopped, and in fact, Merrick Garland stopped it in February of 2022? The answer is follow the money, and if the money is followed in this situation, then it's very difficult, impossible to come to the conclusion that the Bidens aren't compromised. The press knows it, the Democratic Party knows it, and that's why so many people don't want him to run for re-election again, because this is only going to keep coming out, particularly now that there's a Republican Congress led by Kevin McCarthy, who's going to investigate this when Nancy Pelosi... Well, he's investigating it, but they're stonewalling it to death. I still think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Do either of you agree with that? 
Uh, I think Gavin Newsom thinks it's going to be Gavin Newsom, but he's got more baggage than the Biden family has. I mean, that, that guy's been a horrible uh, governor. You can't paint him in a bright enough light to, to cover up how bad California is failing right now, Sean. I mean, it's just it's disgusting. It's a beautiful state. The people there are suffering. You've got homeless encampments up and down the road everywhere you go. I don't know in what world Gavin Newsom thinks he's the guy. But then again, I think the three of us can make an argument that Joe Biden shouldn't have been the guy in 2020. So at the end of the day, I'd like to know who's running the whole thing. Who wanted Joe Biden to, to win the presidency? And who is it that's leaking these documents that, that he has them all over the place? Because they obviously want him out of the way. And I'll give you a hint. It's not a Republican. I I have the same suspicions. I don't have any proof, but I have suspicions that this was by design. Quick break. More with our friends Joe Pags and Joe Concha on the other side. Then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. 
Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, we continue with Joe Pags and Joe Concha are with us. Then we'll get to your phone calls, 800-941-SEAN. Uh, last question, we have 10 seconds. Joe Concha, who will be the Democratic nominee in 24? That is an excellent question, and I only have about six seconds left. So, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something pretty remarkable here. I'm going to say I don't know. I just don't know. Well, nobody knows. Give us, just give us your best guess for crying out loud. Gavin Newsom and the bumper sticker will be, I'll do to America what I did to California. You can't lose. (laughs) (laughs) You can't lose then. All right, Joe Concha, Joe Pags, thank you both. When we get back, your calls, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. One way to save money is with my wireless company, my cell phone company, and that's Pure Talk. They offer the exact same cell towers as the big carriers, the same 5G network. You look at your phone, the coverage bars. You'll have the same number of bars on your phone. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. Average families saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families are saving even much more. Only takes seconds to make the switch. Dial pound 250, say the keyword save now, and you'll be switched over. Uh, also, they offer unbelievably fast, blazing fast data, unlimited talk, unlimited text. That's only 30 bucks a month. And if you dial pound 250, say the keyword save now, you'll get your first month risk-free. If you're not happy for any reason, you get your money back. It takes seconds, pound 250, keyword save now from Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. The giggling vice president, Kamala Harris. We are doing the work that is about collaborating around the small businesses that will need to do the work. When we talk about our small businesses, it not only is it intergenerational, but also we've got entrepreneurs in their 
teens and 20s to families who have been doing this for generations and in, you know our seniors and so it's really that's also what's also exciting about our small businesses and who they are because it spans the generations in addition to being intergenerational it spans the generations it's gener intergenerational you know intergenerational is doing something for every generation so it's intergenerational and the new generations are part of the intergenerationalist is um, something. Can't make it up. Uh, Michelle, Michigan. Michelle, it says on my screen, you are one of America's great farmers. Is that true? That is correct. What do you farm, Michelle? I'd love to know. Uh, soybeans, corn, wheat, and that kind of stuff. And then we do raise our own uh, chickens for eggs and meat birds and that kind of stuff. By the way, people I read today are buying chickens because of the high price of eggs and they're, they'd rather get their own eggs. Um, how many acres do you farm every year? Uh, 80. Okay, so you, I would say that is, I mean, look, it's massive to me, but that is considered a small farm, right? That is correct. Okay, but you still have to pay uh, a fortune for fertilizer, a fortune for, you know, all the other materials that you need. Seed is more than doubled, tripled in some cases. And then if you need spare parts for the equipment that you need to do your farming, uh, they're A, hard to come by, and B, if you find them, you're going to pay two, three, four times what you would usually pay. Is that correct? That is correct. So what am I missing? How hard is it now? Are you making ends meet? Um, both of us have full-time jobs outside of farming to make, wow. and we do raise on uh, chickens to sell eggs. And I had to raise my price from three dollars to four dollars. And this is what I want your listeners that think. That By the way, if you send them to me for five dollars, I can sell them for ten, and I'll give you all the profit. <laughs> well, yeah, I might be able to work something out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I because I eat a lot of eggs every day. I eat four, three, four, five eggs a day. <laughs> well, maybe after I'm done, you'll have to get with your screener, and we'll maybe get something worked out here. <laughs> now, I'm sorry you're struggling. I mean, it's sad to me that, you know, you never, I assume you never had to take on spare jobs in the past, that the farm would sustain you and your family. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, it would. Um but, but, like you know, diesels triple, fertilizers triple, everything. So you just can't, and no one can really, unless they're running thousands of acres, they have to work because they can't afford to not work right now. Yeah, I mean, that's sad to me because, I mean, farming is, is really become a science. And we have mastered the science of farming because of great innovation and technology and and, you know, now people like you that work hard, and it is not an easy gig being a farmer. What time do you get up every day? Oh, in the summer, a lot earlier than we do because it's winter right now, so there's not much to do. So probably 5 in the morning. Do and you're done at sunset, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's just a shame. Anyway, what else is, what, what do you think about, what should people know about the price of eggs? Because you're offering it at a really reasonable rate, at least where I live, it would be, you know, I'd have a run on eggs if I had all your eggs. Um, well, what they, well, people need to understand, if they want to get into the business of getting eggs, you're even at $9 a dozen, you're actually better off buying them that way 
because just the startup cost is probably $2,000. And when you get a chick, which I heard they went up from $2 last year to five fifty this year, it takes 24 weeks of feeding them before they lay their first egg. So you I have think, uh, maybe I'll buy some chicks from you and bu and build a I don't know a chicken coop in my backyard. What do you think? <laughs> well, I got to get a rooster first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get you a rooster uh, to throw in. Listen, it's it's uh, on the one hand, it's a big source of protein. Like every other day, one day I'll have three eggs, just regular eggs. The next day I'll have four, maybe five, depending on the size of the eggs, uh, just egg whites. So I mix it up. You know, because I'm mostly a, a keto-friendly diet. Paleo diet is what I mostly stick to. I, I'm not 100%. And it just, it's awful for people. Now, I can afford it. I'm, I'm blessed, Michelle. But I remember the days when I couldn't afford to go to McDonald's. And that was a number of years of my adult life. It wasn't fun. And, and struggling to make my rent every month. That wasn't fun either. And then to hear the people that feed all of us have to struggle because your story is not unique among farmers. It's actually... The, the typical quintessential story that is now the reality of farming. And I think a lot of people are going to end up bailing out on farming and saying they've had enough and they'll probably sell out to developers, which they mostly never want to do and, you know, and move on with something else that they're not as passionate about. Yeah. We probably will never sell out. The land's been in my husband's family since 1875. So that's something we would never sell. Even if we had to quit farming, we would just, keep the land does that make sense the only hope i could give you is this and i know this is probably tough this year's probably going to be tougher than next year at some point though hopefully americans will wake up will make the political changes that are needed and then give it another year beyond that and hopefully things will start to settle down that's my hope and but if americans don't wake up and if states don't wake up and republicans don't wake up to matching and even surpassing the ballot harvesting that goes on legally in all these states, then uh, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a problem, you know, for everybody. The country won't get back on track, and that'll that'll be a disaster. Absolutely. We appreciate what you do, Michelle. God bless you. Call us anytime. Anything we can ever do, let us know, okay? Uh, Andrew's in West Virginia. Andrew, Andrew, how are you? Glad you called. Good afternoon. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. What's going on? Well, you know, I, I, I guess listening yesterday, I, it's probably probably my helicopter ears are probably getting in my way. But it seems to me that there seems to be a lot of opinion that we need to get out of Ukraine and not try to force Putin to act like a human being. But I, I think we need to consider the fact that Ukraine right now is like the broken glass model of New York City. You know, you treat this small stuff now or else we're going to be fighting in Europe again. And 30 years in the Army, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> well, i I got to tell you something. The way this whole thing has been handled has been a disaster because we, we don't have a president that knows how to lead. Uh, the president should have immediately uh, met with NATO allies, Western European allies, and should have told them what is at stake here. This is their backyard, and we're tired of paying the bulk of money to defend NATO and Western Europe, and they need to step up. And if they're, gonna, if they're going to decide to help Ukraine, which they decided a year ago, then they've got to use overwhelming force. And all they have done is buy Putin time 
to now reconfigure his war strategy. And and now we see what the result is. Now we have Zelensky asking for everything and then some. And I'm just at some point, I'm not willing to support. I'm not the American people. Number one, can't afford it. Number two, it's already become a quagmire because of how they how poorly they've handled it. And it's it's Western Europe's problem. And they're not willing to step up to the extent is needed. And therefore, that's on them. That's on them. We're not the world's policemen. This is not a member of NATO we're talking about. And by the way, speaking of NATO, if uh, the Turkish uh, dictator Erdogan is going to threaten Sweden and Finland's entry into NATO, I'll take Sweden and Finland and we can throw out Turkey because they've been a useless NATO ally anyway. They've been unhelpful any time we've ever needed them, and they're becoming less so every day. So they want to align themselves with the radicals. They want to thread the needle and act like they can play both sides. I'm sick of their games. I, I, um, I disagree at all. I mean, but at some point, at what point does it become everybody's problem? I mean, because China is following Putin. I mean, with absolute certainty, they're going to do. If we don't take care of Putin, hopefully not by ourselves. Hopefully, Europe gets off their butt. Well, well, well what do you? What? What else do you want us to do? Joe decided that he would bear the brunt and the fiscal burden of being the biggest funder to Zelensky and Congress went along with it had they fought the war to win the war it would have been over by now absolutely 100% agree so so now we got to go back in and trust the same people that screwed it up the first time and say here here's here's hundreds of billions of, of more dollars uh yeah go ahead but you better get it right this time and you're going to have confidence they'll get it right i don't have confidence in them i don't i don't but the fact is if if a tank if an abrams tank keeps a young American man or woman out of Ukraine and fighting Russia. I'm all we're not going to new Ukraine. I would I, absolutely not. Now, one American boot should be on that ground, period, ever. And frankly, I think it's up to Europe now. They should step up. They have their militaries. They have their equipment. And if they want to protect their backyard, they ought to lead the way. And unless and until they step up to the extent that is needed to beat Putin then you know what? As far as I'm concerned, we're throwing good money after bad. I, I totally agree. And if we had a president that had a backbone, and he'd be forcing Europe, as we had with the previous president, Mr. Trump, we would not be in the situation. But we are, and we have to deal with it. Well, we are dealing with it, and what they keep doing is throwing money at it, and the money obviously has not been enough to win the war. And it's just it, now Putin has bought enough time, is paying enough people my, you know, I'll tell you what my greatest hope is, is that one of his generals does the right thing and says, you're out of power. I, I would agree. But Russian spring is upon us. And when it happens, it's all, it's all going to break loose over there. But, uh, listen, I don't doubt it at all. I'm worried. I feel horrible for the Ukrainian people. Many have left and gone to other European countries and they're building new lives there. Uh, you see even, you know, Soviets that have been drafted, they're leaving in droves. They want no part of this. And, you know, the, the real look, how do you say this in a nice way? I know our country has an executive order against targeting world leaders. The problem here is one man who dreams of building back the Soviet empire, and that's Vladimir Putin. And you just got to kind of hope that the people around him see the carnage, the the evil, the damage, the destruction, the death that Putin is inflicting on innocent people as he targets 
innocent men, women, and children, and infrastructure. I don't even know if there's going to be a country to rebuild by the time Putin is done destroying the infrastructure, targeting apartment complexes, schools, hospitals. He's doing it all. Indiscriminate bombing and, and terrorizing of Ukrainian citizens. That is the heartbreaking part. You know, the other sad part is is that the West doesn't seem to recognize evil when it's right in front of their eyes. And rather than take it on head on, knowing what they're dealing with and and fighting to win, they go in the direction of, OK, we'll give you some help. Not enough help to win. Enough help for a stalemate. A stalemate, you know, leads to nothing but a protracted conflict, which this is now becoming. And I don't think the American people are, are going to tolerate it. And I don't blame them. Europe failed here. Anyway, good call, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, quick break. Right back. We'll hit the phones. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Sarah Carter and Tom Homan join us uh, about not only the disaster at the border, how Republicans are taking over and taking control. That's straight ahead. All right, back to our busy phones. 800-941-SEAN, our number. Mississippi David on the Sean Hannity Show. Good afternoon, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. What's going on? Uh, I want to talk about the Tyree Nichols case just for a moment. Uh, first of all, I am pro-police officers. Uh, I believe they overall do a great job in protecting and serving us. It's tragic of what happened to Mr. Nichols. That should have never happened. Uh, but also, there's one thing I think that we're not addressing in uh I know everybody wants to talk about proper training for law enforcement, but another thing that we're not looking at is society. A lot of people in society do not want to obey or do what the police officer instructs them to do when they're instructed to do it. You know, here's the difference, though, and, I, and I've heard this point from a lot of people, and you're not wrong. I mean, Tyree, when they were saying, lay on your stomach, lay on your stomach, you should have complied. He said, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And and but the police officer showed zero patience in that instance. They have all the power. They are the professionals. They're the ones trained and they should expect that during any arrest. They had five trained so-called trained police officers and they couldn't get this young man cuffed. That to me is a far bigger problem than the fact that he was half laying on his stomach, turning around and lifting his head up. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.